Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hey there, welcome to this episode of Your Ultimate Life, episode 840, titled Giving, Give It All Away or Giving It All Away. Here's an interesting thought for you. I'm here to talk to you about how to create purpose, prosperity, and joy. You know, the cash you want, a life purpose, and all the fun you can stand. Most of the time, we think we have to claw that out of the woodwork. We've got to fight tooth and nail to get what we want. And sometimes that involves, you know, others have to sacrifice and we have to go get. I have lived in that world and I didn't find it. It worked very much. So what we're going to do today is talk about a different thought, a different possibility. And I'm going to tie it into Internet marketing. I'm going to tie it into an approach of life. I'm going to tie it into several things to give you an idea of the power of love, generosity, and how that translates into purpose, prosperity, and joy. And yes, by prosperity, I mean creating the kind of income you want. So I have a question first. We uh, have holidays. You know, there's an Easter holiday, and that's turned into, a you know, Easter eggs and chocolate eggs and that sort of thing, and, and pretty colors and, you know, pretty clothing and that sort of thing. Uh, Christmas time, at least for those that celebrate that, and other holidays and other traditions are time for presents. Birthdays, we just had a couple of days ago, we had a birthday celebration here in our house. Uh, Veronica, our, our little Ukrainian gal, turned nine, and she had a birthday party with a lot of friends and at a bowling alley. And, you know, I did something there I, I've never done, and I've never seen anywhere except there. It's, it's bowling with only five pins and these little small bowling balls. Have you seen that before? Uh, I don't know what it's called, peewee bowl or mini bowl or something. But anyway, the lanes are quite long. You know, it looks like maybe they're the same length as regular lanes, but they only have five pins, and it was fun for the little ones. They're they're nine that age, and so she had a whole bunch there, about 15 15 kids there, and it was a lot of fun watching them do that. But anyway, there were a lot of presents, and, uh, you know, they had pizza and a beautiful birthday cake. Nadia, her mom, who also uh, lives with us, she's a spectacular baker and baked this, uh, oh, amazing cake that was just uh, out of this world that belonged on the great British baking show or something. You know, one of those bake-offs on television where they make those incredible cakes. Anyways, but I, that's a season for giving, a time for giving. So kids came with presents and, you know, we're giving to each other. And then, you know, Christmas time is the same sort of thing. So why is giving fun? And maybe it isn't for you. I don't know. But mostly people enjoy giving. Now, you can give stuff with an ulterior motive. When I was uh, an executive, I got a lot of free stuff. 
executives from other companies. I, the positions that I held meant that I made important decisions that affected other companies, sometimes to the tune of millions or even billions occasionally of dollars. And so there were a lot of folks that wanted to be nice and, you know, I would get you know, gifts. Now, we're not talking bribery, but really nice gifts at, at the right times, birthday and holidays. And uh, I was in Alberta for part of that time. And uh, the Alberta, uh, one of the traditions here in Alberta is the Calgary Stampede. Now, I don't know if you know what that is, but the Calgary Stampede is, uh, I don't know, I've got a No, I've got the right microphone on. Sorry, I had to do that. I had to see if something was wrong with the mic. But anyway, the Calgary Stampede is a crazy uh, t- 10-day time where it's one of the biggest rodeos in the world, maybe second only to the the, the Nationals uh, in Las Vegas. And so it's a huge, uh, huge rodeo time. And there are all kinds of—it's uh, a 10-day bash. Like a ten day huge party in the whole city of Calgary, and I, it's crazy. So they have parades and they have, uh, you know, uh, rodeos every afternoon and fairgrounds and all that stuff for ten days. And of course, all of the restaurants and bars and everywhere are all participating. One of the things that's very highly prized is uh, tickets to the Stampede that are in the box seats that are not in the stands, but right down there near the near the gates where the Cowboys, you know, go by. And they have uh, certain kinds of races that are not barrel races, but they're races with horses. And I can't remember the name of the race, but they're quite uh, they're quite something to watch. Chuck wagon races, they call them. And, you know, there's a certain form and format, but there's horses, several horses pulling his chuck wagon, and they are fast. And you don't really realize it when you're up in the grandstands, even if you've got tickets down close. When you're sitting in the box seats that are on the other side, on the inside of the track, when those horses go thundering by pulling those chuck wagons, you realize what unbelievable power is in that and you know occasionally there are accidents not very often I didn't see any that year but I have another year seen an accident and once in a while a horse will get hurt and once in a while a rider will get hurt but anyway very very powerful that's an aside but uh, you didn't you didn't you don't really get that till you're right down there and you hear the thunder of those four horses running by, pulling those chuck wagons at breakneck speed. Anyway, I used to get tickets and things to that sort of thing. Well, that kind of gift is not, you know, they're getting, hoping to get something in return. So that's a a gift to get. We want you to remember us. We want you to know we're thinking of you. We want you to, you know, be in your good books or whatever, that, that sort of thing. I'm not talking about that. So when you give something from your heart, why is that fun? What does that create in you that makes it joyful? Well, I want you to think about someone's birthday where you've truly given a gift that came out of your heart or at Christmas time or some other holiday where you gave something that you really were, were full, full purpose of heart gave. Why is that fun? Well, one of the things that it does is it creates neurochemistry, oxytocin and, and neurotransmitters that feel good. 
So we we love doing that. It's a feeling of community and hugging and, you know, that sort of thing is is what makes giving fun, love, kindness, joy. That's a beautiful thing. And they're all part that those feelings are all part of creating a life of purpose, prosperity and joy. So just from that. Giving is a good thing. Giving is a fun thing. When you participate in a community food drive, when you participate at your church and you help out, when you go down to the kids' school and you referee or you help with the weekend carnival or you do any of those things, it may be a lot of work. But at the end of the day, you, you know, you feel good. Well, that's built into our physical bodies and it's built into our spirits as well. We're designed to love and serve each other. So this podcast is designed to talk about how to create your ultimate life, where you're in a constant state of joy, fun. There isn't any reason why you or I need to have, I mean, there's always going to be things that happen that are not what we wanted. The roof leaks or someone betrays us or, you know, you lose a bunch of money or something. And those are sad for a minute, but they don't need to, to last very long. Pain is required. Suffering is optional is a way to express that because suffering is continuing to marinate in the in the pain instead of simply accepting it. This is what is. What do I wish to create now? And that's a topic for a different episode. So we won't do that now. But giving is built into our natures. If it weren't so, parents wouldn't take care of their children. Mothers wouldn't nurse their babies. You know, and so giving Loving, serving is built into us. So that's one reason, to give it away. Now, what is it? What is it? That's one of the things I really want to talk about today. You might have any number of skills that you've developed. Maybe you're a painter. Maybe you're an accountant. Maybe you're a critical thinker. Maybe you're a problem solver. Maybe you're a great snowboarder. I don't know. No matter what the talent you've developed or skill, you can do several things with it. You can do it for your own personal enjoyment. You can do it show off. You can do it to get paid. And you can do it to serve or some combination of those. Now, getting paid, if you have a great job and you do a good job and you get paid, there's a sense of satisfaction. There's no question about that. If you use that very same skill... And you dive into a nonprofit or a community organization and you serve with all your heart, there's a completely different, I won't say completely, but there's a different feeling that comes when you know and I know we're working for good, when we're doing it just to add good to the world. And it's not about getting paid. That's just an observation. You know that that's true, and we're not even going to talk about why. It's just a different collection of chemistry in our bodies. But it feels different. It feels good and it feels right. We live today in a world where there's a lot of, well, I got mine. Screw you. We live in a world where there's a lot of that today. A lot of energy around getting what you deserve, what you want, and everybody else can take care of themselves. That's not a very fun world to live in. I don't enjoy that. I've lived there on both sides, the recipient of when others are behaving, I got mine, and as the person doing it, 
I got mine, screw everybody else. Neither case makes you happy. Now, fun thing to think about is someone that's driving on the road and they think they got to be somewhere and they just drive recklessly and cut you off. That's an example of they got theirs and they couldn't care less about how you feel or the consequences, right? Now, we're not talking about anger or anything else, but that's just an example of taking what you need. On the other hand, being a person who is a person who gives constantly with love is one big ticket to having joy all the time. Now, I don't mean you don't make money and I don't mean you don't protect anything. Don't mean any of that. But um, here's your challenge. I challenge you today, right now, in five different circumstances to give, to pay attention to something someone needs. It might be a smile. It might be a kind word. It might be a thoughtful thing like helping someone move or carry something or opening a door or one of a hundred other things. You can be busy on your phone and completely preoccupied with your own problems, or you can choose to be someone who's aware, awake, paying attention and giving. I challenge you to be the one giving. Give it all away is an attitude. It comes from gratitude. Because if I realize that the world I didn't create, the air I didn't create, the opportunities I have, I found some, I was awake to some, I, you know, maybe I created some, but lots of the things that happen, we didn't create, they're just there. And if we pay attention and take advantage of them, what a blessing. And so a gratitude, a choice to be in a state of gratitude is a catalyst for giving. If I find myself feeling grateful for my health, for my business, for my clients, for you who watch this today. If I choose to feel gratitude for that, like when I put this video up on the podcast channels and I see how many thousand downloads we got, I I wonder, I wonder who that was. I wonder if it made a difference. I wonder if you know how much I love you, how much I want for you to own your own opportunity, greatness, skills, talents, gifts, story, transformation, how much I want you to own that and then create from it. Just that thought alone makes me happy. I love it when I get to interview people who have stories. I got a chance to talk today, earlier today, to a woman who's about amazing things. She is just about doing amazing things, making movies, drawing attention to People that don't have a voice, those suffering in many different ways. One of her projects is about the war in Ukraine, which is near and dear to our heart because my wife is Ukrainian. Uh, Her maiden name's Bondarenko, and her dad was born in Odessa. So that's front and center for us. But this particular woman, she's she's busy giving things away. Now, yes, she has a business, but the level of effort that she puts in far exceeds the need and greed quotient. It's an attitude of giving and love. I found that to be a recipe for happy. I found that to be a recipe, quite frankly, for growth, business growth. Now let's get to where it applies to uh, marketing, internet marketing. Let's say, we're going to completely change topics here, and let's say for a moment that you have a product or service online. You're trying to create either a side hustle or a main hustle. You have some kind of an online presence. Maybe you're a consultant. Maybe you're doing consulting work from an old gig you used to have. Maybe you're a writer and you're trying to sell 
uh, you know, books or you're trying to sell courses based on something you've learned or written about, or maybe you're a coach like I am, or maybe you do any kind of other teaching online. I was just talking to somebody the other day that's a yoga teacher and they are, you know, pretty much in person, but now they're thinking, okay, they're going to move into online. Whatever that is, it is to your advantage to, to um, use, in, the, use the internet, which is our ability essentially to advertise around the world, right? It used to be, not very many years ago, it was yellow pages and billboards on the street and flyers hanging on the doorknob and that sort of thing. That's how we advertise, newspapers and stuff, television, maybe some magazines, and that's it. Today, we have phones, we have TikTok, we have Instagram, we have the ability to advertise all over the place. And you and I, we get so much of that, we're sick up to here. And that's true, and that comes with market saturation. But the truth is, you as a merchant, no matter what you're selling, you have the ability to get in front of everybody. Now, because that's true, the market is really saturated, and it's tons of people. So how do you set yourself apart? There's something in the internet marketing space called the free line, and that is how much you give away. You give away. I want you to think of it like sampling uh, something at Costco. Now, if you don't know what Costco is because you don't live in a place where they have it, Costco's a big retail store, kind of a warehouse thing, but they sell usually big volume stuff in bulk, but they cater to regular folks also. So often, especially on Saturdays, you can go into Costco and there's samples all over the store. Where they, have, they have people who cook up and sample whatever they're selling. And so there's no marketing hype required. You get to sample it, mm, taste it. And if you like it, the only question is, where is that? Right? And there's no, no selling required. Well, some businesses, this makes sense and some it doesn't. But to the extent you can give away some piece of your product, some amount of your service, some demonstration of your coolness, it makes the process so much easier. People know immediately, I need more of that. Or, you know what, that isn't what I need. Now, there's always a question that I get asked a lot. Okay, I got asked. Just the other day in my group coaching program, I run a group coaching program helping people create and sell their products, sometimes books, sometimes keynote speeches, sometimes um, coaching, you know, they're filling their coaching practice or their consulting work, lots of different things I sell or I teach how to sell online. And one of the most important things is how to strategically give away samples, essentially, like I described in the supermarket. You go there, you taste it. It's easy to tell. I want that or I don't. So what is the key? Because I get asked all the time in that part of the conversation, well, if I give too much away, what do I have left to sell? I used to ask that question too. So let's go back to love. If you give too much love away, do you run out? No, there's an infinite supply. You can't give that away too much. So here's, here's what I do in my coaching practice. I always have conversations with people that are not designed to sell. They're designed to serve. Essentially, giving away the best 
advice, the best ideas, the best blessing of them. And I, by blessing, I don't mean some holy thing. I mean lifting and helping them get their goals. So I talk to people, I would say every day, nearly every day, if not every day, that I've never met before. In those conversations, I have the opportunity to learn about them, to get involved in their lives to the extent they let me, and dig into things that are bothering them, either about their business or their life or struggles that they have. And I'm continually amazed at how open folks are. And they tell me, this is what's bothered me. This is what's going on. And I'm talking even strangers. I I use Lunch Club, which is a fun worldwide networking platform. And I've met people all over the place. People talk about what their challenges are if you're open and listen. But anyway, in that context, I don't... I don't tease them with some ideas and then hope they'll hire me. I do like Costco. I give them a huge sample. And if they want another one, I'll give them more sample. Because here's what I know. If you're a consultant or a coach or you teach something, let's say you teach piano. I can teach a free piano lesson with every ounce of intent and love and energy that I can. And that's not going to do anything except get them started for a few days to practice. They need to come back and have another lesson. They need to come back for several reasons. One, there's more technical work, you know, the next steps and so forth. And the second thing is encouragement. Any of us learning a new skill need encouragement. No matter what you're learning, it's discouraging to make mistakes and not do it right. I don't care what you're selling or what you're learning. So here is the the key to creating purpose, prosperity, and joy. And we'll go over all three of those. If you give it all away, which is the name of today's show, give it all away, you are deeply connected with your purpose. I've got so many examples. I talk to people and I ask them how they add good to the world and what they're about and everything. And not every time, but nearly every time, I talk to people who are writing books or creating programs or trying to do something to add good to the world in their way with their skills. And I listen and listen and I acknowledge them and I tell them how great they are and I give them as many ideas as I can without even thinking about, oh, are they going to hire me? Oh, oh, have I impressed them? That never comes up in the conversation. And without exception, two things happen. They always are, you know, effusively grateful and so forth because it's completely sincere. Now, that doesn't mean people hire me right away, but it is always the case, 100% of the time, that the relationship is left So that if I reach back out later, they're excited and looking forward to the conversation. And yes, they know I'm a coach. And yes, they know I sell coaching. And yes, they know I have programs. But they're never feeling like, oh, he's only reaching out. He's trying to sell me some crap. Never. Never. Because the overarching framework is kindness and service. And if in that first or second or third conversation, it becomes clear that they need and are responsive to ongoing work, 
then and only then do we talk about, well, you know, we could do way better if we structured this and entered into a professional coaching arrangement where I can help you diligently, straightforward all the time. Now, that is more powerful for several reasons. When someone's paid you for your consulting work or your coaching or your teaching, they're invested. So they show up to class ready to take notes. They show up to coaching sessions ready to, you know, dig in and get something done. Because why? Because they've invested. So that's one reason that it works better when we move past the samples and into the coaching. But it's it, it happens so easily when you just approach it with the idea of service and giving. The second thing is to think creatively about the answer to this question. I don't know what your product or service is. You may be in a corporate position. You may be an entrepreneur. You may be uh, have a job and have a side hustle. You may be a full-time parent and you're thinking about creating a side hustle. Lots of different things, right? So <clears throat> besides selling the thing you have to sell, if you think about the group of people, let's say you have some kind of a nutrition supplement. I talked to someone that was in that business the other day. So what would help someone besides that they enroll and start buying your supplement? Well, obviously, you could give them some. Now, depending on the cost and availability of your supplement, you may not be able to give tons of it away. But you could have a conversation with them and give them a bunch of advice and a bunch of research and a bunch of thinking about how to not just your supplement, but how to change their lives in a way that not only improves their life, but makes moving to what you have to offer just automatically the next logical step. And it comes from not, I'm doing a sneaky thing to sell you, but it comes from genuine caring service. So here's your second challenge. Second challenge is given whatever your product or service is, think about how you can lift or love or serve or whatever the right word is given your situation and product. How can you do that to someone who would be benefited? What would that look like? And I want you to take that seriously. And then go do that in some conversations. Go figure out a way to give, to lift, to bless with your area of expertise, the very thing you're trying to sell. I just don't mean, you know, go be a friend. I, this is trying to think about how to create sales in a way that doesn't feel squirmy to you, that doesn't require you to learn, you know, sales and closing techniques that simply comes from a place of love and service. Now, the last thing, well, there's two things I want to talk about, and that is worry. If you're trying to create a side hustle, or if you want to quit your regular job and you're looking to build a business, or if you're a coach trying to fill a practice, or if you're a consultant trying to sell uh, skills that you developed in a job, one of the things that happens all the time is worry. I worry about where to get clients. I don't know where to find people. And, you know, a hundred versions of that. What I can tell you for sure is that worry interferes with that um, energy of giving. So that is an area to work on. Now, we don't have time in this episode to talk about how to eliminate worry. 
I have a whole book called Walking Without Fear, if you want a course on that. So Walking Without Fear would be a place to go. But regardless, finding the way for you that lets you set the worry aside. You do have to have sales. You do have to eat. You do have to pay rent. I understand that. But when that worry contaminates the conversation, it creates an energy that pushes people away. They don't feel served. They feel like you've got some sneaky agenda, or I do, and they feel they're just waiting to be pounced on with the sales pitch. Well, that doesn't make it fun for either side. So intentionally learning to take the worry and set it aside is is powerful in terms of having authentic conversation to do conversations that result in sales. The last thing I want to do is encourage you. The stuff that I've said may sound complicated. It may even sound contradictory, but it's not. If you think about what you buy, you buy from people you trust. You buy from people you think have something that will really benefit you. You buy from people you care that care about you. If you go to your doctor, you buy his advice or her advice. And I don't mean you pay them, of course, but I mean, then you follow their advice if you trust them. And so that connection is established and strengthened by service. It's established and strengthened by genuinely learning about and caring about those people that you can. Now, you can't give everything away all the time and still have a business. So I'm, And that's obvious, but I'm saying that because... I always hear, well, isn't there too much? Yeah, there is. And you can have too much and you could spend all your time serving for free and then go broke. Don't do that. You and you alone have to decide when is enough, when you have offered enough samples to someone and they're still kicking tires. Okay. But there's no drama about that because if you or I offer samples free, product, services, counseling, coaching, consulting, whatever it is, then that's just your offer. And there's no drama about that. And how much, one minute, one hour, you know, two or three hour conversations, it's up to you. There's no right or wrong. What I'm talking about is the attitude, the energy. If I go at a sales, if I have I do this all the time, so this isn't hypothetical. I have a brand new conversation with somebody. If I go into that conversation wondering how many conversations is it going to take, when are they going to sign, and when do I get their cash, it usually doesn't happen. And the reason is because that worry and that thought process contaminates the energy. If I go into a conversation with curiosity, with a genuine desire to serve, and a good supply of samples to provide them with a real taste of what this product or service tastes like, feels like, works like in their lives. And I don't worry about the, the money part until it becomes clear that I've satisfied their needs to both of us. And then it's like, yeah, this works. Yeah, it does. Okay, good. Then it's an easy conversation. Would you like some more? And more often than not, to tell the truth, people ask, well, how do we do this more? And that means I almost never propose, never have to, well, have that squirmy conversation where I sort of try to introduce, you know, some, some thing to draw them in to a sales conversation. It doesn't happen. 
doesn't need to. They've had a sample. It worked. They love it. They want more. So today's title is Give It All Away. It applies to your relationships. It applies to your sales calls. It applies to your business. It applies to your colleagues at work. It applies to your kids. When you go at something with the idea of, I got mine, what's in it for me, that energy is poison, and I find that it never leads to the place of purpose, prosperity, and joy. If I go into conversations, and this happens every day, so I'm not talking in just the, you know, in the atmosphere here, today, every day, almost every day, is a conversation where I just go in and we talk and we see what we can create, and way more often than not, it goes to the next step, which is, wow, this was good. How do we do more? Oh, would you like to talk about that? Yes. And then we can have a conversation about moving to the next step, whether that's a paid relationship or what, no matter what it is. It doesn't have to only be products and service sales. The attitude of giving, of love, and service trumps everything. It brings people closer into relationships and I find it to be a almost secret weapon in creating purpose, prosperity, and joy, or in other words, your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet.